Hey guys, thank you for joining me today for another episode. Today's episode is titled, You Are Welcome Here. Have you ever been to someone's house and just didn't feel welcome? Not sure whether you should take off your shoes at the door or even sit down in the furniture? Afraid to ask for something something to drink or even where the bathroom was at? I've been in some houses where I just didn't feel welcome. You know, I felt more like I was an inconvenience being there. Now, contrast that with someone who cares for you and loves having you over. When you walk in, they make you feel like family. Now, let me clarify that statement. I mean family they actually like and enjoy being around. That is how it was for for me when I was in high school. In high school and even after that, I would spend countless hours hanging out with my best friend, you know, my brother from another mother. And usually that was, you know, at his house. His parents always made me feel welcome, even when I caused their grocery bill to go way up. They were gracious and loving and always made me feel like part of the family. You know, I even joined them for a lot of their family traditions. And in the end, they became, you know, family to me. And for that, I'm forever grateful. You know, in Romans fifteen seven, it says, Therefore, welcome one another as Christ has welcomed you for the glory of God. Matthew twenty five thirty five. For I was hungry, and you gave me food. I was thirsty, and you gave me drink. I was a stranger, and you welcomed me. Hebrews thirteen two. Do not neglect to show hospitality to strangers, for thereby some have entertained angels. Over and over, the Bible talks about making others feel welcome, like an honored guest. At my old church, Cascade Hills Church in Columbus, Georgia, if you are new to that to that church, they go above and beyond to make you feel welcome. And that is how it should be, because that is what God does for us. In Psalm 23, 5, it says, You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. This verse paints the picture of God hosting a feast or banquet, and David is the honored guest. When it says, you anoint my head with oil, it is describing something that someone would do for an honored guest. When you wanted to welcome someone into your home and really make them feel special, you would anoint their head with oil, or maybe you'd wash their feet or break out the best wine and prepare a feast for them, etc. Anointing a guest with oil as a mark of hospitality and a token of honor is recorded in the pages of history in places like Egypt, Greece, and Rome. It was a common custom in the ancient Hebrew culture as well and was continued among the Arabs well into the 20th century. David would have obviously understood that common practice and I believe that is what he is conveying in Psalm 23.5. So we have God acting as the gracious host who is preparing a feast for you know for David and bestows a mark of honor on David by anointing his head with oil signaling to everyone that David is in fact a guest of honor at God's table. I mean wow, what a beautiful picture of the God that we serve. I mean he is still the God of all creation, the one that sustains life. He is still the one who truly deserves all the glory and honor yet David is saying, God, you honor me with a feast and you mark me as an honored guest at your table. That is what God does for us as well. You may not ever, you may not have ever had uh, a special seat 
at a table or being given a place of honor at an event. Or maybe you have in some way experienced that, but it would pale in comparison to what God has in store for you. He has a seat for you at his table. And you know he wants you to know that you are welcome there as, a, as his honored guest. Why would God do that for undeserving people like me and you? Isaiah 43.4 puts it beautifully. Because you are precious in my eyes. And this is, this is God you know, uh, talking when he says, Because you are precious in my eyes and honored and I love you. I give men in return for you, peoples in exchange for your life. You know, you are precious in his eyes and honored, and we know that he loves us enough that he would send his son to the cross to redeem you and me. If no one has ever made you feel honored and welcome, rest assured that God, that the God of heaven and earth is saying you are welcome in his house and at his table and honored because he loves you. And that is more than we could ever ask for. Now for that last part of that verse, my cup overflows. This is the goodness and abundance of God's favor and love for us. Typically when you pour out pour a drink, especially wine, you do not fill the cup all the way up. It's like getting a bag of chips and when you open open the bag, you realize that three fourths of the bag was air. Not so at God's table. David is saying that God has so much favor and blessing stored up that he can fill your cup until it overflows and that wouldn't even make a dent in what he has stored up for you. In other words, you will never run out of favor with God. His love is unending and his mercies are new every morning. 2 Corinthians 9.8 says, And God is able to make all grace abound to you, so that having all sufficiency in all things at all times, you may abound in every good work. Deuteronomy 28.12, The Lord will open the heavens, the storehouse of his bounty, to send rain on your land and in season, and to bless all the work of your hands. You will lend to many nations and will not borrow from any. Philippians 4.19, And God and my God will meet all your needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. Not according to what you deserve, or I deserve, not according to any standard that the world might set, but according to the riches of His glory in Jesus. Proverbs 3.10 Then your barns will be filled to overflowing, and your vats will brim over with new wine. Now, don't look at this with just a narrow perspective. God can make your cup overflow in all areas of your life. Romans 15:13 May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. That is my prayer for everyone who is struggling to find hope. Continue to trust in him and God will restore hope in you by the power of the Holy Spirit. If you have that abundance of hope in your life, let it overflow into the lives of those around you that may need it. You know, yesterday when my daughter came home from high school, she shared something with me that fits perfectly with this message. She said that she, when she was uh, sitting at lunch with her friend, a new girl walked up and asked if she could sit with them because she had nowhere to sit and really didn't know anybody and probably was nervous. 
And my daughter told her, of course you can sit here. You can sit at our table and made the girl feel welcome. You see, it doesn't have to be at home or at church. It could be at your job when a new employee starts. Or, you know, if you're on a team and you get a new uh, a new person to your team, you know, when we make others feel welcome and honored, we are sharing and showing them a glimpse of God's love and favor. And you never know the impact that that can make. Luke 6.38 says, Give and it will be given to you. A good measure pressed down, shaken together and running over will be poured into your lap. For with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. I believe this applies to so many areas in our life. But the bottom line is God is a God of abundance who gives generously to those who don't deserve it and welcomes those who aren't worthy to sit at his table. Who are we to not do the same for others? So in closing, I will say this. You are precious in God's eyes, so much so that he allowed his son to pay our sin debt because we were not able. And as a child of the Most High, you are blessed and highly favored. So walk in that favor and in the honor that we have to be called followers of Christ. God, we are so grateful that you are a good, good father who gives when it isn't deserved, who blesses us even though we are we are unworthy, who honors his children and anoints their heads with oil. God, you your word promises you know, us that if we seek first your kingdom, everything we need will be added to our lives. God, bring your people to their knees so that they may rise up and walk in victory like a fire that can't be extinguished. Give us a heart for people, Lord, and help us to always have a gracious spirit that welcomes others and makes them feel honored and loved like you do for us. God, be with all those who are struggling to find hope, those who are dealing with sickness or the loss of a loved one or buried under the pressures and stresses of their job. God, your shalom, your peace is needed more than ever. Lord, and I know you are a God that gives generously. So I ask you, Lord, to pour out your peace and hope to the point that our cups overflow. All this we ask in your name. Amen. <music>